Blog Talk Radio. I mean, you've got the, I mean, football 
is playing at a really high level right now with multiple teams in the top 25. Yes, they are. And, and, the, right. and, you know, basketball's reputation, of course, precedes itself. I mean, the the league is as deep as it's been in years, and I know we're going to get a lot, get that right. you know, get to get to that a lot more here. Right, and dude, speaking of which, let's just get right to it, man. I mean, we all grew up watching ACC and Big East in the eighties and nineties, right? You know, the Big East was created to be the foil of the ACC. Let's just call it what it is. You know, with Syracuse, what old school Syracuse, Georgetown, Pitt, uh, all those guys. But since the ACC um, had the foresight to uh, realize that football is going to be driving the bus sooner rather than later, they made their way to, uh, up the off-mission Big, Big East. And what I find ironic is, is that the ACC is starting to me to look like a lot like the old Big East in its heydays of the 80s and the 90s. So oh, back when, when they had the ACC Big East challenges way back when. So basically, how, 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 just how tough – I mean, how really tough is this ACC basketball? I mean, considering all the players involved, we'll get to the teams in a minute, but just, just from first blush, man, as a long-time ACC observer and fan, is this the toughest the league has ever been? Okay. It's, it's certainly, it certainly looks like it's the ACC that you, Jeff, and I grew up with because it's, it's yeah. really, really tough. I mean, you've got, you've got you know, you, there are a clear top four in the league, but if you look at, like, say, 5 through 12, right, there's 15 teams in the league. If you look at 5 right. through 12, I think any yeah. of those teams can beat each other on any given night. And I think that 5 through 12 can be, could beat 1 through 4 at home. Yeah. You know what I mean? I totally mean, it's really, that. really tough. Dude, I remember watching last season. I mean – if, 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 Louisville, if Louisville didn't get involved with that skank scandal, um, the, the, uh, like the league could have had nine, easily had nine teams. Easily could have had right. nine teams. And, who, and that Louisville team was pretty good. And oh, who, definitely, who, definitely. Who, yeah, who knows how far they would have gotten. I mean, hell, we, we, I mean, the conference set the records for most wins in the uh, tournament last this past season, as well as having, what, two teams in the Final Four, and I forget how many teams off the top of my head were in the Elite Eight and the Sweet Sixteen. I mean, Louisville could have easily been one of those, had one of those other spots as, as well. I mean, it's it's ridiculous, man. And and watching like Virginia Tech improve the way they did, watching Clemson yes. improve the way they did. I mean, these are traditional football powerhouses, but yet you got Buzz Williams and Virginia Tech, who reminds us why he's such a good coach. I mean, he he has he had Virginia Tech literally on the cusp of an NCAA tournament berth the last week, you know, the last week of the season headed to the ACC tournament. So Yes, they were playing some of the best. I'm glad you said that. I mean, the Hokies were playing yes. some of their best basketball towards the end of the season and really getting red hot. And I think they got to throw Miami in there too, right? A traditional football school. Yes. Is tra- oh, yes. It's what Jim Laranag right. has done down, down there has just been terrific. Yeah, and, and, and to go back to Virginia Tech for a minute, I mean, you guys went from like – they're bleeping last and like the season before to ten conference Yeah, to a bubble, to a bubble, yeah. Exactly. That's amazing. Ten from last to like ten conference wins. And to be definitely, a, definitely. Really a bubble team. It was just it's just amazing. And 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 now he's got more I think he has more uh uh junior college transfers coming in, as well as his own recruiting class outside of that. 
It's 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 going to be interesting in Blacksburg. Well, uh, yeah, it's the deepest it's the deepest team I've seen in at least. You know, I want I want I want to say it's probably the deepest team I've seen in twenty years. Yeah, yeah. It's and, right. I mean, and, ma- and maybe and maybe and maybe and maybe thirty, maybe since Del Curry wow. was there. Wow, that's that, that's high praise. <laughs> that's high praise. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, no, because there seriously there are twelve players that can go out on the court at any time. And, and I, we haven't been able to say that in a long time in Blacksburg. Mm-hmm. Well, I go, sure. That's the Buzz Williams effect. I mean, he took that magic from Marquette and he's planning to see it in, 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 a, in, in Blacksburg. And, you know, it's blossoming. It's blossoming. About the blossom. It's blossoming before I've ever from last season. And I think the carryover is going to be huge. So since we're talking about teams, that's just, you know, just, we, we did a spot, Spot check through the uh, do 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 our projected standards. I mean, I had a uh, college football, um, college basketball, rather preview on my blog about last week, a few days ago last week, and like my, I'll give it to you quickly. Uh, like my order from one to thirteen had unfortunately Duke winning it, uh, followed by UNC, uh, Virginia, Louisville, Syracuse, Notre Dame, Florida State, and this way it gets tricky from between six and six through. 12. I have Notre Dame at number 6, uh, Florida State 7, NC State 8, Miami 9, Vitek 10th, uh, Clemson 11, and Wake Forest 12. All those teams from 6 to 12 could finish anywhere in those 6 to 12 slots. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I team. mean, there are a clear top four, but I, I think, I, I literally think, like I was saying earlier, I literally think 5 through 12 could beat each other on any given night. Yes. You, yes. you know what I mean? Well, and that's why this conference is so awesome because, <laughs> you know, if I look, I mean, if I look at, if you look at that, we could find ourselves in a situation where, let's say somebody who's an 8 and 10 team, I mean, you, you could find somebody who is an 8 and 10 team if they have a good con- non-conference to get themselves an NCAA bid, I, I'm, I'm very serious about that. Right, right. right. I mean, and, and that's a, that's and a. Wait, a uh, let me make sure I rephrase, say that again for sure, emphasis. Sure. Right, an eight yeah, and ten yeah. team is uh, is is not a winning record in conference, and that's what they used to do in the '80s. When if you were seven and nine in the ACC, with even you know with the smaller right. group of teams, if you were seven and nine in the ACC. You got an NCA bid, and that's where I I think we're at that stage again. Yes, yes, I'm looking at it right now. I mean, because like, I, shoot, let me just go to the standards right, right quick from last year. I don't have it in front of me. I'm sure you do, but uh, you. Probably... I do, I do. As just a matter of fact. Good, 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 good. You beat me to it. Um, so run through like I like I know Vitek finished ten and eight. So run through the teams after that, that who had like the the compass records like maybe. The other ten and eight teams, or nine out of eight and ten, eight and ten teams um, from last season, and just just get a better understanding of what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I mean, you had, I mean, last year, last year you had Pittsburgh end up at nine and nine, Syracuse end up at nine and nine, Florida yeah. State end up at eight and ten, 
Georgia Tech made they made you know if you recall they made a late run towards the end of the season yeah, in the yeah. ACC tournament and they were eight and ten. Right. Okay, so it kind of right. it kind of stopped it kind of stopped there, right? Because I mean you went up there to the those that got five hundred and it was for it was Virginia Tech and Clemson, right? And you know and we you know we talked right. about you know Tech at the top of the podcast here and they, and you know I believe that they're going to be I I believe they're going to run a little higher than than you I think you had would you just say you had them projected tenth in the league this year. I think they're going to go a little uh, higher yeah. than that. I think I actually think Tech will be in that the top be, half of the shot. conference set. I got them in the top eight. Right, and, right. and that, it would be shocking. It would be shocking. That's why I said it's my little uh, silly disclaimer. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, yeah. Six, no, six, I, six, I, six, and you have to have that, right? Because I think that you have to have a disclaimer because, like we were saying, you know, 5 through 12 can beat each other on any given night, and 5 through 12 can beat <laughs> 1 through 4 at home. You know, I and that's why because there are, as you know, man, there are no easy road games in the ACC. I mean, we even found right. that out in Buzz's first year in Blacksburg when that team, which was basically had none of his own players, right, almost beat Duke at home. Yes. You yes. know, so. Yes. I mean, you know, that's the, you know, that's the, you know, that's that's the story there. I mean, it's it's just really. I mean, I'm excited about AC. I, I'm excited about the AC. I know we're going to get this to this later in the podcast, but you know, because you know, I I do think the the NCAA champion will come from this conference. But anyway, uh, but anyway, I, I digress here. What what else you want to talk about, buddy? I know I've hijacked a podcast. <laughs> oh, no worries, no worries, no, no, no. Dude, okay. Dude, it's all I mean, the podcast is about the guests. It's all about the guests. I'm just here playing the uh, the uh, right. the uh, the uh, the uh, guy in charge, I guess. But at any rate, um. So we already went through one through twelve. I find it interesting that thirteen through fifteen had the most peculiar. By my peculiar, I mean terrible hires uh, <laughs> that I've seen recently. With Pitt uh, hiring uh, Vanderbilt's former coach, I forget his name. Um, Georgia Tech hiring former Memphis coach, uh, uh, the passing kid. Well, I call him a kid, but he's only a few years younger than me. And Boston College being, well, Boston College. They went winless in the conference, and they didn't really do much in their, in, in their basketball hiring. So I, I find that it's no coincidence that 13, 14, 15 in the conference, that I, I project to be 13, 14, 15 in the conference, had really questionable college basketball hires. Um, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, so, yeah, and you were talking about Pittsburgh earlier. You are talking about Kevin Stallings. I, I – I'm yet. not yes. sold. I'm not quite sold that they'll be at 13. I think they could potentially be at 12. But but your point, mm-hmm. your point is certainly certainly remains. I mean that was that was not a lateral hire there when they when Jamie Dixon no. left. They went. I, I think they went actually went downward because he hasn't yes, done. Yes, they did. Yeah, he hasn't hardly done. He didn't do anything at Vanderbilt, and you know, I mean, for, I mean, from my perspective, because I mean, you, mm-hmm. that is not a tough conference, and, and you're just, I mean, if you're getting wins in that conference, you're just pushing the record up without the strength of schedule, and that's kind of how they got their bids down there, you know. Right. But I mean, the one thing that he has going for him, Scott, is that he's got a lot of, uh, got a lot of, um, he's got a lot of, uh, he got a lot of players coming back, right? So he may be the beneficiary right. of. of of you know of having some have of having a lot of Dixon's elderly folks there on the team right of elderly folks there on the team, you know so mm-hmm. you know he you know he could be a beneficiary of that but you're absolutely absolutely right about that I think that 
I think I think that Jim Christian at Boston College. I don't think he's. I don't. I honestly don't think he's going to be there after the, this year. I mean, I think that. Wow. I think Georgia Tech's wow. going to eat it after the, uh, eat it after the. Or excuse me, yeah, excuse me, Boston College. I'm sorry, I, I, I jump topics too fast. No, there. no worries. I no worries. think that I think that Georgia. I think that Boston College is going to eat that that con that contract. I, I don't see that they have. I don't see that they have any other choice because he he it, you know you look at the coaching in the A's, the coaching tree in the ACC I mean yeah. it is it is as solid as it's been right I mean you look at you look at I mean you look at Duke right you got coach K you got Patino at right. Louisville you you know you've got mm-hmm. Buzz Williams even you know Buzz Williams at Virginia Tech I mean Virginia Tech is yeah. one of the top 50 coaches in the country I mean you've got you know, you can we can we could have this discussion all day long. Say so you can go up and down those coaches from five to twelve. You know, from one to twelve, and just like you yep. said, and they're all really solid coaches. And Boston yes, College are. doesn't doesn't have one of those. And then you and then like what you were saying earlier about Georgia Tech, Josh Pastner, right? Yes, that yes, was a right. very curious hire. Yeah, right. I was scratching my head at that one. I really was. I, I mean, I was, I was yes. I mean, that was a that that again was like a downward, a downward level thing. But that was a situation where both of those. I mean, Josh didn't want to be at Memphis anymore, right? And Memphis didn't want him, mm-hmm. and they found somebody to take him off their hands. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was one of, one of those things that both parties seemed to be happy about because he he felt like he needed to change the scenery, and Memphis felt felt like they needed a different coach. You know, yeah, so yeah. I mean, and, that's right. I mean, yeah, you're right, exactly. <laughs> and they found Georgia Tech to be a patsy. That's what we call well, not a patsy, but what's called a, a flunky. You know, so right, to, right, to, to to point out somebody else's trash on top of on top of some sucker. And so that's what Georgia Tech was. I was literally just shaking my. I was like, what on this guy? Really? Right. I mean, all the coaches out there. That 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 you know that could have had a shot you know that could have been an upgrade, they went with that guy. Very interesting. But let's 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 go back to Pitt for a minute. Um, you know I'm not you know I I try not to make a habit of questioning people getting jobs because I'm all about you know employment for every American. <laughs> but um, the Kevin Stallings case. If you if you retrace this, like you know, the coaching the coaching uh, the the, the uh, coaching search firm that Pitt hired, the guy who made a recommendation to Kevin Stallings used to work with Kevin Stallings at Vanderbilt in some capacity. I forget which one exactly, but what I'm trying to say is it's a little bit of nepotism, and it's a it's a it's a it's, it's, it's like a, it was such a move that led to a very peculiar hire and you know that's 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 one reason why nepotism I mean nepotism is never good I mean well I shouldn't say it's never good I mean sometimes it is I mean if it's your family or whatever but still it has its ill effects and I just think that this Stallings guy he rubbed a lot of people at Vanderbilt the wrong way his players and one of which transferred to guess where 
Pittsburgh. <laughs> to get oh, sure, sure. No, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, and we can go down. I mean, we can talk about his – I mean, oh. he didn't even have a 500 record in the SEC, and that is – I mean, that yeah. is epically hard to do because it is an awful basketball conference, and, in fact, it is the worst Power of Five uh, basketball conference, right? The first major one. So, I mean, it's hard to do that, but yet he found a way to get – to get a you know below 500 in a record. I mean, I, I blogged about this a little bit, you know, over at All Sports Discussion. Yes. But right, I mean, but you had right. some people right in the backyard, right? What about Kevin Willard right over there at Se- Seton Hall? He's a Pitt alum, right? I mean, yes. he'd have been perfect for he'd have been perfect for that, you know? Wow, I didn't realize that. Wow, wow. I mean, he's right there. I mean, he's right there, you know. So I'm just, you know, I mean. It's 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 it, it shock it shocks me a little bit, you know. And then you you know you look at just some of his record some of his records, right? You look at his you know he was fifth five hundred his first season there. Then he's seventeen and fifteen. Then you know they ended up with ele- you know eleven and eighteen and three and thirteen records in the SEC play SEC play in the following two years, you know. So, I mean. You know, he didn't have he didn't have a remarkable career that career there. I mean, it was sub it was subpar, and it just you know it's you know you lose in the first four round of the ter- first you know his last season there, right? He loses in the first four round of the NCAA tournament, and you know I don't mm-hmm. even think that they deserve to get into it that that season, and somehow he finds himself. You know, at Pitt, right? He's not on the same level as Roy Williams, you know, Buzz Williams, Tony Bennett, Coach K, Rick Patino, Mike Bray. I sound like an auctioneer, right? Jim Beheim, Jim Laranega. But you yeah. know, I mean, if you, I mean, if you look at your best source, right, is fans, right? I mean, look at those look at the hashtags from Hail the Pit, right, or that sort of thing. Yeah. Pit fans were blowing yeah. up Twitter asking, like, what is happening here? You know what I mean? I mean, it's your own right. fan base, you know. So. Absolutely. I mean, I'm absolutely with you. I mean, I, I was never impressed, and I and and I I know that many Pitt fans and even myself thought it was a downgrade. It was downgrade. I mean, I going back to what you said about uh, Seton Hall's coach. I had did not. I had no idea he was a Pitt alum. He's a yeah, and he's coach done wonders there, Hall. right? I mean, Seton Hall was very has done pretty well, and, and that's you know, in if you look at Big East play too, that's. You know, Seton right. Hall's not an easy place to you know, not an easy place to recruit, right? And he's right, finding he was finding ways to win there, right? Because I mean you go to that conference here and there with Georgetown, Xavier, Butler, Providence. I mean, right. you know, the big East for all you know, even, it's it's still a pretty good conference for basketball, yeah. At Creighton, that's another addition who is gonna be really good this year. And you know, right. Willard was finding ways to win and he's an alum at Pitt. You know, I mean, I mean, those yeah. are the things you have to, you know, those are the things you have to do. You have to, tr- you got to consider what's right there in your backyard, you know, and uh, I'm not sure, how, sure, like you said, I'm not sure how much they really did that and kind of looked at, you know, kind of looked at, I, I, and that happens with 80s. They look at connections to who they know and coaches they've had right. in the past, but I, you know, but this one, this was not, this was not a, I don't think that was, that was not a good decision, you know, but time will tell. Right. You know, but there's something you said about common sense, too. And common sense, you're told the administration, hey, there's probably a reason why uh, Stalin's left Vanderbilt and why Vanderbilt was so glad to see him go and why also. Oh, yeah. 
they had a definitely, a definitely. I agree, hundred percent. It's crazy. It's it's unbelievable. But we'll we'll see how it happens. But anyway, speaking of teams, ACC. Um, what are who are your dark dark courses? I mean, again, five through twelve. To your point, are, are very tricky. And sure, it's, sure, it's, sure, it's, sure. It's, it's, yeah. it's a stretch to say that the top four, any members of the top four outside of maybe Duke or Carolina, would be considered a quote-unquote dark horse because Virginia, like because Virginia has won the conference before. Louisville has making a run like the past few seasons as a new, right. newish member of the ACC. So uh, what is, in your mind, is a dark horse in the ACC? What we should be looking out for? Which teams should, should be, be which teams should we consider dark horses? Sure, I'll give you a few. Yes. Uh, okay. Your your guys, North Carolina State, uh. they're going to be legit. <laughs> I'm serious. You know, I'm dead serious. Right. It's not going to be just. It's not going to be just the team that plays in March. They get some talent coming in at North Carolina State this year. They'll be good. Virginia Tech will mm. be good this year. I do think, I think that. They, I think you're right. Uh, Syracuse. I mean, they can't be really considered a dark horse, but I mean, if you. But if you, but anytime you come in below five, right, and you're not up there in that top four, you got to be considered mm-hmm. some somewhat of a dark horse, right? Uh, right. I, I think that I think that I think Notre Dame will be. I think Notre Dame will good. Mike Mike Break and coach, right? I mean, we've seen coach. them. We have seen them do wonders in the NCAA tournament the last couple of years, right? I mean, he finds right. ways to win and motivates his kids. You know, so they will they will be a dark horse. You know, I want to say Florida State, but I want to see their offense get better, Scott. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'm not sold on their offense yet. I mean, they do have the bacon, and that guy can hit the shots, right? Bacon can hit the right. shots. But yeah, I want to see that offense get better better than it is. I mean, those were, you know, I, I was impressed last year with Virginia Tech's development when I saw them. Be, you know when when the Hokies beat Florida State twice, you know, I mean, and you yeah. know, and that guard, the guard system is working really well for Buzz, you know. So, I mean, those are you know, and I, I really can't throw Miami out of the mix just because of Larinaga is such such a solid coach, right? I mean, in terms of being mm-hmm. a dark horse, he, yeah. you know, they may, you know, not, you know, I, the people that I'm mentioning dark horses, sure. I mean, I absolutely think Duke is going to win win the ACC. I don't think that there's any mystery there on what I think about that. I mean, they're going to win the ACC. So I think when I talk about dark horses per se, I'm talking about teams that are going to – teams that are going to, you know, like I said earlier, that are, you know, in that 5 to 12 range that can beat each other on any given night but can go in there and beat one through four at home. And I do think my you – know, you know, Laren Egg has found ways now. I mean, he is filling – that basketball uh, facility with fans, right? There aren't empty seats yes, anymore. That last year, they sold out for season tickets the first time as a program, and it was the only sport that sold out. You know, so he has that program at a, at a you know at a high level in terms of enthusiasm from the fans. Yes, he does. I mean, it's all sorts of great coaches from one through twelve. All about. I mean, it, dark horse. I mean, I'm always down my alma mater in state because I'm so used to being let down. It's like it's like I'm waiting for the the proverbial other shoe to drop every stinking 
Yeah, I mean, Grant, well, you know, a I lot mean, of people say Gar- a- Godfrey, right? Like when, when it comes to March, he he just seems to turn it up. But I, I think they're, oh, sure. I think, I think they're going to be. I think NC State is going to be good. Is going to be good. Is going to be good this year, and they're going to be a tough out. But you know, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people, right? Quite frankly, that think like, okay, you know. We got to be able to beat North Carolina and Duke all the time, but that's not right. That's not always going to happen, you know. What I mean, that's not always going to happen, you know. And people, <laughs> right? I know. I mean, seriously, right? I mean, because I, I mean, I, I, I myself think it's. I mean, if you look at college basketball on the big global scale, right? I mean, we're taking the 360 right. view right now. I mean, Duke, uh, Michigan State, and Kentucky all have such major recruiting pipelines coming in over the next, you know, several years with these five-star kids coming in. Sure. And it's basically sure. going to be them and everybody else. Do you know what I mean? Sort of thing. Right. I mean, from my mm-hmm. standpoint, I mean, in terms of the talent, I'm not to say that, uh, you know, you can't find some upstarts that can find their way in there to win, you know, to mean to win the title and all that stuff, you know, or, or get your team in there with some experience to win the title. I mean, Duke seems to have the best, best of all worlds, right, you know, this year, Scott, because they have a lot of returning players, a lot of experience, a guy that I, in Grayson Allen, that I think is going to be the ACC player of the year and will be a good candidate for the national player of the year, you know, mm-hmm. and so, and so, you know, Duke has, so Duke not only has a lot of these returning players, plus a fifth-year senior, senior, right, I mean, Emil Jefferson, you know, then you've got, you know, all these new kids coming in, right, for, uh, all the new five stars coming in, that they have the best of mm-hmm. both worlds sitting there at Duke, right? You know, and so, right. you know, I mean, it's, I mean, they're going to be a really tough out, you know. So, I mean, I, I imagine you're, you're, you know, you're going to ask me about, you know, who, uh, who, uh, you know, I, I certainly think Duke's going to win the ACC. I certainly think, mm-hmm. that, I think right now I'm probably going to pick Duke to win the national title. Yeah. yeah. And you know, you know so that's kind of, that's where I sit at this point in time. We're sharing a brand on that pick. I have Duke win it all. So since we're talking about it, I'll get to it. Um, my, my my final four is um, Duke, and I don't know why I pitch these guys every year, but Kansas. <laughs> it's like Kansas always lets me down to take them on the third round, so like, at least it's week 16, almost every second year. But I keep picking pick Kansas because Bill Self is that guy. He gets talent. He it's the talent to play well together in the regular season. He's a damn good regular season coach. Probably the best regular season coach. One of the best regular season coaches of all time. But he never gets the – I don't say never because he won that one national title way back when. But but still, I mean, they let me down a lot. But I still, I guess my better judgment, I have them in the Final Four as well as Kentucky. And I really love Oregon. I really like Oregon. Oregon, Oregon has some dudes. It's a lot of the same guys coming back from last year's team, and the same guys, the guys that every all who curbed on, albeit a shorthanded Duke last year, uh, the man Duke team last year. Oregon's nice, and they should be back in the mix. I have Duke win it all. Um, yeah. So, who are your final fours? I think we're very close. I think we're very close there. Oh my but, god! But you know, crazy. I could find. I could. You know. Eh, Man, I, I could find myself picking North Carolina to get it in to get in there, but I'm not quite sure yet. You know, but I, I think mm. the four that you have right now, that looks pretty good to me. Yeah. But 
Yeah. Uh, we'll give you a couple other candidates that I said that I could sneak in there. Wisconsin could sneak in there. I mean, mm-hmm. that, quite frankly, you know, quite frankly, they play a very good, very good controlled uh, style of basketball, and they're decent offensively, right? I yeah, think you could right. find North. I think you could find North Carolina in there. I do think North Carolina has the juice to get there. I think you yeah. could find Louisville in there too. You know, so I mean, you know, this is right. We're talking about the ACC. I'm giving you a lot of love for the ACC, and I think Louisville has a chance to get. I think Louisville has a chance to get in there, right? You know, right. so I mean, if you're they got the if, players, they do. They absolutely do. Now, if you're asking me for a mid-major that I think could crash the party, uh-huh. I think Xavier could. I think Xavier could crash the party. Xavier's good. Xavier's pretty he, good. I mean, yeah, I, I yeah. Chris Cincinnati. Mack is a terrific coach. BC, yes, call him up. <laughs> hey, does hey, right. Chris Mack have connections to Pitt? Or am I thinking he has connect, no, he's connected yes. to Georgia Tech, and that's another thing I was like, okay, that's well. right, yes. Yes, He wanted that yes. job. He won that job, yeah. and they passed him over for Josh Passman. Unbelievable. But anyway, uh, <laughs> that's why Georgia Tech's Georgia Tech. Uh, <laughs> wow. I knew he had a connection to an ACC. I think, well, you know, I think squad. they offered him, but I think he, I think, you know, I think his agents just said there's no interest in t- this time. You know what I mean? And so I, I think that. he was, I, I think that. he actually, I think he actually turned them down. But and I, and I'll say this too. I mean, I, you know, not to give you a lot of love here, but I think NC State, NC State's going to be pretty good. I do, I do think we NC State. I got NC State in the top guys. eight, okay, and that should be enough to get a bid to the NCAA tournament. And maybe if right. they play their cards right, this a second day appearance. You know, they, mm-hmm. I don't think they'll be out the first weekend. I don't either. And, and you know, I'm giving you some. I'm giving you strong words there. That's good, Scott. Right? I'm saying NC State <laughs> could possibly get to the six. Sweet sixteen, but I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't. I don't, I don't want to feel you. Feel, feel, feel I don't want to fill you up here and then find out that. Find out that. Find out that it blows up here. The other thing I would say is that. Yes. Here's what I'd say about Virginia Tech here, and I, you know, I know we've been talking a little, a little while. Virginia Tech has probably one of the oldest teams in the ACC. Right. I mean, there are guys. Seth Allen, I can't even remember. He might be 24, for heaven's sake. You know, <laughs> seriously, 23, right. 24, he's in there, right, because he had the transfer year. I mean, he's that guy has been around for a while. Seth, you know, Zach Lede has been around for a, a while. You've got guys on that team that, I mean, what do they call them, the all-Marco all Polo team? I think that's what Vital calls them. They're all trans, they're transferring over, and they're older, and they're graduate trans, you know. They don't have a graduate transfer, but they do have, you know, they have guys that have been on there for a while. And experience matters in a lot of those big ACC games, you know. And so right. that's something that I think could help the help the Hokies if they make the NCAA tournament, which I think they will. You know what? Speaking of tournament, we'll get you out here on this, man. How many bids do you see the ACC getting? I'll tell you what I think, and I'm not making this up. I, I see ten. I I'm with you. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Ten, 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 I'm with you. I think. I think it will be ten, and you know. I think that. I think that it will be. No, it's on the. It's on the cusp of having eleven. It's on the t- on mm-hmm. the cusp of being up there with the Big East. You know, uh, back a few yeah. years ago. I mean, right. it's really close. Yeah. It's really close. It's really close to that. Yeah, because I could give my ten easily. Duke, UNC. Virginia, Louisville, Syracuse, Notre Dame, Florida State, Kansas State, 
State, Miami, and Virginia Tech. Those are my ten. Those I think I'm with you. That I have in the tournament. I have, those are my ten in the tournament. Now it depends. So you gotta keep an eye on for Clemson and Wake Forest. I, I would think Cle- I, you know the Clemson is my eleventh. Yeah, Clemson is oh, my eleventh. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, they would be a number eleven. They would be a number eleven, and I think that Wake will make the NIT. Yep. Uh, you know, so that's because, like with, with, with like with, like with Clemson, they got Blossom game coming back. That's a nice player, and he 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 carried those boys single like like on his shoulders, almost through on the cusp of an NCAA tournament berth. And him being back for I think his senior year. Um, and they, they got some guys coming back around them as well. They are a team to keep an eye out on. They 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 be some powerful folks in their home floor last season, and and look for them to be rock and roll in the newly refurbished and newly renovated Little John Coliseum. And I just want to see what Danny Manning does with Wake in year number three. I mean, he he the, his team did pretty well out of conference last season. I just want to see them take the next step this season. And I think to have the the capability of doing so. That is a tough conference, mind <laughs> you, to find themselves. But I think Manning will have those guys balling out in year three. Yeah, I mean it's you know it's it's you know I never know how that's going to go because he's you know he's got a few new players here and there. I mean he certainly did a heck of a job in the not you know had some huge wins last year. I mean that win that that win that they had, I believe they beat Indiana last year. Is that right? They did. They beat Indiana. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Indiana I mean that was a monster win for them because Indiana got. You know they got so much better by the end of the season. By the NCAA tournament, they were right. you know they were playing pretty well, and that that you know turned out to be one of the better non-conference wins since the ACC had you know for the AC, you know for the ACC overall that year. So you know absolutely, absolutely. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean it. I know it'll be interesting. It'll be I'll be interested, uh, just as interested as you are to see the development, and the progress of that team. Yeah, exactly. So it's gonna be a fun season, my man, and. I can't wait. I think the season starts next week, if I'm not mistaken, either next week or this weekend. I know it's the preseason right now playing exhibition games, but I think it starts up next week. And yeah, I the exhibitions are already to... starting up because I think NC State had one of their – NC State was playing somebody tonight. Is that right? They were playing Lynn University, yeah, I, yeah, think, I think, actually. So. Right, right, right. So I'm excited, man. I'm pumped. I'm excited about this year. I mean, things are looking good at ACC, football and basketball. So I'm It's the salad days, man. It's the salad days. You know, it's interesting. I'll tell you this before we, you know, before we head out. Before we head out, I mean, yeah, I was talking course, to, course. I was talking to Hank Kurtz kind of over Twitter. He's Virginia's, the state of Virginia's Associated Press uh, sports writer, right? So he covers the gotcha. entire state. And we were talking about the state of coaching in in Virginia, right? And we're talking about football and right. men's basketball, right? So if you look at basketball, right. you look at Wade, who you know replaced Shaka over at VCU, right? I mean, right. Last, you know, and then you look at you know you look at the, you know the uh, Jeff, um, God, last name pales me at Old Dominion University. Um, yes. You look at uh, you know you look at Buzz Williams of Virginia Tech, right? And Tony, you mm-hmm. know Tony, Tony Bennett, Bennett over at. Uh, over at uh, University of Virginia, I mean, yep. it's just, uh, uh, it's, I mean, the coaching is so solid. You know, yes, it's it just is. so, it's in the, right? I mean, and you <laughs> it's Jeff Jones. That's who it was at ODU. Jeff Jones, and, right. 
Right. It's just so you know, yeah. It's, you know, and he was a University of Virginia. He was a University of Virginia alum, which is pretty, you know, pretty cool. And mm-hmm. then you've got then you've got yeah, Will Wade. That's a, uh, my memory failed me there, but I just got I just got it at VCU. I mean, these are all really solid coaches, right? And you you're seeing yeah, the sir. results. You're seeing the results, right? And then you look at football, right? I mean, you look at JMU. JMU is one of the, has one of the top FCS teams in the country. As does Richmond, right? So that's on the FCS side. Then you look at, right. you know, you look at, you know, you look at uh, Old Dominion, uh, Old Dominion University, right? I mean, their football program was one of the top football co- uh, foot, FCS football pro- programs in the country. And then Bobby Wilder brought that team to the FBS, and now they're probably going to be going from. You know they're probably going to be at an eight and four, maybe even a nine and three season, and it's only their what their third their their third full season is an FBS program. I mean, because that's where I think they're going to end mm. up. You got Bronco mm. Bronco Bronco Mendenhall at Virginia, okay, who has you yeah. know they have a tougher record, but you can see you can see the improvement that they're making in the program there, right? Because they almost beat Louisville right. last week. They just about beat them. They should have right? been, been Louisville, yes. Right, right. I mean, it took a Heisman. It, no, it was a Heisman moment, right, from Lamar Jackson. They just they just couldn't mm-hmm. stop it, right? And then, you know, you got right. Justin Puente at Virginia Tech. You look at the state of college coaching in terms of the major sports in the Commonwealth of Virginia, it's as good as I've seen in 20 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, real, right? Hey, I mean, what? really. Yeah. Yeah. When I think about it, it's yeah. as good as, I mean, overall, because I just man. talked about <laughs> You know, I just talked about not only the F, you know the FBS schools, but also also those ones that, you know, are 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 mid majors, right? I mean, it's right. as good as I've seen here in 20 years. I mean, and I'm pretty, I'm very impressed. I'm very impressed. I mean, it's at an all coaching in the state of Virginia is at an all time high. Wow, there's lots to look you know, forward to, man. I'm, That's what makes this exciting. This this is exciting times, man. Exciting yes, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Exactly. Hey man, I appreciate you, man, and uh, hopefully I have you back, you back on as well as Jeff Van to talk some more shop during the ACC season and just uh, just checking every now and then. So thanks a lot, bro. Appreciate it. Sounds great. Great to talk with you, and we would love to come on. Love to come on again sometime. Take care, bud. You got it, buddy. Take care. That's my man Matt Warner. Uh, please check him out, and Jeff Van as well on the sports blog. Oral Sports Discussion ACC. You can find me at, uh, at uh, Hokey Smash on uh, Twitter as well. I tell you, man, ACC is going to be bananas, straight bananas this year. Apologies to the Big Ten and the Big 12, two also awesome basketball conferences, but the ACC is where it's at, yo. Check it out. But anyway, thank y'all for tuning in. This is Scott Burks. With the Clown Hour sign off, old six, y'all. Have a good night. Have a good weekend.